folks. Welcome to the Business Minutes podcast. My name is Joshua. I'm your host, and today's we have a very special guest on our show, Dr. AJ. Hey, Dr. AJ. Why don't you help our listeners to get to know you a little bit? Can you describe your industry, your job title, and your current job responsibilities? Sure thing, Joshua. First things first. Thank you, guys.、Uh, huge fan of the podcast. Really honored to be here.、Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm、uh, my passion is really storytelling, and、uh, I love engaging and empowering new people in my lives.、Uh, I've got a variety of different avatars in the market. As a venture builder, I've been a serial entrepreneur for about five years. Before that,、uh, I come from about twelve years of experience in the corporate world, working for some organizations, large and small.、Uh, that being said. Today, what I do is I focus on three or four key areas. One is digital disruption. The other is brand storytelling. The third is emotional intelligence for the workplace, and the fourth is educational reform. So more so impact education. And that's pretty much the short and long of me. That's awesome. So we really want to get to know you, and we're going to talk about something fun for a change. Suppose you are at your favorite restaurant. What's the one thing on the menu that you always get? The one thing that、I've, I'm always gonna order is a beautifully well done wagyu steak. So I'm, I, I know this sounds really boring, <laughs> but I love、uh, wagyu steaks.、Uh, and wagyu is for the for the listeners who don't know, wagyu is a particular type of type of beef scale.、Um, it's it's one of the most exquisite scales of. The type of beef you can get.、Uh, it's spelled W A J W A G U Y Y U. Sorry, Wagyu, and、uh, it just melts in your mouth. And、uh, I love it. So if I'm at a if I'm at a restaurant, and、uh, ideally a restaurant that serves steak, I'm going to look for first things first is Wagyu steak, and try it out. Wow, that does sounds very tasty. It makes me hungry just thinking about it. Can you also share with our listeners what advice would you give your younger self, and what do you wish you had known when you started out? So I wish I wish when I was younger I I was aware of the fact that emotional intelligence was a lot more important than IQ, that EQ trumps IQ any day,、um, and I'm not saying that with any offense to the people who've got skyrocketingly high IQs. I'm sure、uh, you all are doing really well out there, but. I think at the end of the day, from a life skill point of view, and from a survival point of view, and a success factor point of view, EQ is is a lot more important. And、um, schools and education need to start focusing on bringing that about as a as a change, as an impact.、Um, I think schools and education, universities in general, have been very academic for a very long time, but that's changing now slowly. You've got universities like the Singularity University and. A ton of other new universities that are alternative,、uh, very different approach of melding industry and education together to make sure that students are a lot more all-rounded from an IQ and EQ perspective. So, one thing I would definitely tell myself when I was younger was your straight A's and your ability to get into Harvard doesn't matter as much as you think it does when you're that age.、Um, <laughs> uh, and probably something else that I really feel that ties in very well with that is the fact that. I think we spend a lot of time, particularly from our mid-teens all the way up to even our late twenties, we feel like we need to fit in, whether it's at a job we're working at, or it's an organizational culture at your first job, or it's a group of friends, group of friends in university, or it's just about、uh, a, a group of buddies in school. You know, we we grow up and spend a good chunk of our lives feeling like we need to fit in, 
But the reality is that we just need to really embrace what stands, you know, what stands out. Like, I think we just really need to be proud of our diversity and we need to build inclusivity towards different. So being different is good. And I think that's what really makes the world go around. That's a very good advice indeed. All right. So at this stage in your professional career, what are you curious about right now? I'm really curious about getting onto my third TEDx.、Uh, I'm very, very curious to know if I can if I can manage to get onto my third TEDx outside of Malaysia because the first two de- two TEDx、uh, performances that I did were here in Malaysia, and I really want to make sure that I get out there,、uh, possibly to Singapore, or Dubai, and go to a more regional TEDx event. And I'm hoping that that leads me down a path where one day I get a chance to grace the TED stage in California. Um, so I'm really curious about that. On a more business-centric point of view, I think I'm really curious about knowing where brand storytelling is going to take me.、Uh, both on LinkedIn as well as offline, a lot of people in Asia now、uh, reach out to me to understand how they can activate their brands and really get the best out of storytelling. Storytelling isn't something new; it's been it's been around since time immemorial.、Um, cavemen used to draw you know stuff on the on the cave walls. In the form of a story to make logical sense out of why things happen the way they do, and that's just progressed and progressed and progressed. And if you really think about it, when you watch a, a movie that you really like, and if I talk to you about that movie a year later, you know you'll forget the characters, you'll forget the names of the actors, you'll forget a lot of stuff, but you won't forget how the story made you feel. So stories are one of the most powerful ways for organizations to really stay memorable in the minds of their customers and their partners and their investors. And that's why you see brands like Gillette moving away from feature-based、uh, shaver-based adverts to、uh, stories between、uh, a young father, a young, a young son, and a father growing growing up together, and how those roles reverse, and how that young man turns into an older man who takes care of his aging father, and that it's just amazing how brands are all using. They're stepping away from function and form, and they're moving into feeling and emotion. Uh, to really create memorability in the minds of their customers, so we live in a world where eyeballs don't matter as much as emotions. And I think I'm really, really curious to know where storytelling is going to take me and the rest of the world. That's so cool. Finally, what's your favorite book of all time, and why?、Uh, it's going to probably surprise you.、Uh, it's a book that has absolutely nothing to do with、uh, storytelling,、uh, with uh, business. Uh, so a lot of people, I'm sure, that come on to. <laughs> The business podcast show,、uh, business minutes, and they they probably say a book that's really self help based or or business based. But the truth about me is that I my favorite book is、uh, a book by Dan Buettner、uh, by the by the name of Into the Blue Zones, and、uh, that book has nothing to do with business success or business prosperity. It has a lot to do with longevity of life. So the blue zones or that terminology is used to. Identify an area around the world where there's a very high frequency of centenarians. Centenarians being people who live past the age of 100. And for a very long time, for almost a decade, I've been very curious to know what allows a certain group of people as a community to live much longer than the vast majority of people outside of that community. And guess what? There's a blue zone in Japan. There's a blue zone in California. There's a blue zone in、um, in Italy. Uh, and there are a couple of more blue zones all around the world where people live on an average. Let me repeat: on an average, up past a hundred, which means that、um, you know, 
in Italy, I was reading, again, in Dan Buettner's book, and Into the Blue Zones. I recommend everybody read it because he does a very empirical study about what makes people alive, what keeps them going, and not just, you know, with a quality of life that's very poor. I mean, there's one thing to live to 120 or 110 when you're in a wheelchair, a wheelchair and a vegetable, but it's another thing to live up to 110 and you're mobile and you're able to go out for walks and enjoy your time, you're, you're mentally coherent. And that's what Into the Blue Zones is all about. So I really recommend all the listeners here, um, if you prioritize your health, which I think everyone does at some level, uh, even if they don't get a chance to, but in their hearts and their mind, they really do want to prioritize their health. Really, go out and look for Dan Buettner's Into the Blue Zones. It's an eye-opening account of what health really means. You know, that's going to be my favorite books of all time from now on. So, how can our listeners find you and reach out to you if they would like more information? Look, Josh, I mean, for me, I've, I've had a very concerted strategy on LinkedIn for a very long time. I've been on LinkedIn for a good, coming to nearly five, five, six years now. And I mean, everything from people reaching out to me for life coaching all the way down to hiring me as a trainer for their corporate organization to understand storytelling. Uh, you name it, they all reach out to me via DM on LinkedIn. So I think, you know, let's not reinvent the wheel. I love it when people reach out to me, new people uh, who aren't even my connections on LinkedIn. They reach out to me with in-mails pretty often. I love that. I, I welcome anybody, anytime, as long as it's on LinkedIn through DM or through a comment on one of my posts. Happy to reach out, happy to sit down and have a conversation. Very cool. Listen, I want to thank you for stopping by and coming on our show. I really enjoy our conversation today. Likewise. It was really, really awesome. I'm a huge fan of uh, Business Minutes, man, and I'm really looking forward to learning more from all the people who come on to the show. And uh, I wish you and everybody at the team um, the best of luck in everything you guys do. You guys are doing some amazing work. Hats off. <laughs>